BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. What you missed from Dave and Chuck the Freak on 101 WRIF. Brought to you by the Specs Howard School of Media Arts. Learn the skills needed for graphic design, video production, or broadcasting with a flexible schedule that fits your needs. Specs Howard School of Media Arts offers evening classes, meeting two days a week in classes, while the rest of your coursework is completed online. Visit specshoward.edu or call 866-61-SPECS for more info. WRIF and WRIF HD1 Detroit. Dave and Chuck the Freak. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yo, the work week's almost done. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak on 101. It's Friday, bitches, you understand? Reporting is support command. Waiting all damn week for this day so I can kick it with that hot bitch, Lisa Way. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, what? It's Friday, what? Yeah, yeah, come on. Uh. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, what? It's Friday, what? Yeah, yeah, come on. David Chuck the Freak on a Friday, bitches. It is 834. Welcome back. First day of April. April Fool's. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, that Yeek segment was like the worst. Oh, oh gee. I tell you. Wish it was, but it's one of the craziest segments in the show's history right there. Some of my hair's gray. <laughs> <laughs> if you missed it, make sure you check out the podcast uh, after the show today. And, of course, Dave and Chuck the Freak 24-7, always streaming our uh, previous show, DaveAndChuckTheFreak.com. Coming up, let's get to Riff News. How about we do that? A uh, guy has a bullet lodged somewhere horrible after his wife shot him. Mm. Where is it? In the big Canadian crime story of the day, are cops on the lookout for the garlic butter bandit from Chatham-Kent? Oh, she cool. What are women doing in bed that's ruining their sex drive? And what's up his ass? We'll answer all those questions as we check Riff News in just a moment. Checking in with the Morning Report. I'm Dave Hunter. It's time right now for a check of Riff News. The news brought to you by Metro PCS. Time for tax relief from Metro PCS. Make sure you join James today from 4 to 6 at the Metro PCS on E-Course Road in Pelham and Allen Park. Win 250 bucks cash on the spot when you conquer the trivia questions in the cash cab with James. WRIF.com for all the details. Well, it's almost time to play ball at Comerica Park. Gears up for the 2016 Tiger season. We're out broadcasting live one week from today at the Fillmore for opening day. Hoping you'll join us there. Then, though, as you head on over to the ballpark, there's all sorts of new foods to try this year. And they unveiled them yesterday. Here's a taste of what's to come from Fox 2. 
to a Tiger game used to be about hot dogs, Tiger caps, and baseball cards. But this year, Comerica Park has stepped it up. Like, how about buying first base? So this is a real base. This and is it's a for base. sale? It's for sale. It'll be, you can buy it? You can buy them all season long. Relax. This Let one here will be used on opening day, hence the opening day logo on top of the base. An opening day base will set you back 350 bucks. But the souvenirs this year, like craft beer glasses, game day monkeys, and... What would you call it? It's so-so. That's you too, of course. Mm-hmm. 72 of them. You can come and buy them. We will use the game used Mark, ones. look over there. What's, what's over there? Okay, so what oh, else do boy. we have here? What else? How about food? And there's some real, well, non-traditional baseball food. Get your bra pops for sale. <laughs> They'll be in our for- food court area. Really? Yeah. And in the food court, fried bologna. So that was uh, Bratwurst Popsicle. It's Bratwurst in the shape of a patty, deep fried and battered, and then on a popsicle stick. Brat pops. I'm pretty cool with that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that would taste. I I'm worried about it a little. Sandwiches, pork rinds, and even the Mac Daddy dog. So apparently health consciousness is not part of this year's You have uh, to do a lot of walking. So you eat one of these and you do 10 laps. And you'll have to do at least 10 laps or more for the deep fried Oreos. Chocolate. <laughs> you got to do 10 laps. You got to do 10 laps. <laughs> but most fans love them. I want the one with the most chocolate. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now can I steal the whole plate? Do you feel in a way that you're cheating by eating a brat pop? Not really, because I have a hot dog right next to it. Smart. Combine the old with the new. Give these in my size. At Comer- Man. A pork rind nachos. I'm not sure that sounds uh, good. Yeah, I'm not going to have that. Nothing, um, honestly, nothing there. I, I see some of these things sometimes at some of the ballparks. I'm like, wow, I want to try that. Mm-hmm. Nothing there really got me. I have my one thing I always do try to eat or eat, and I don't know if I'll be trying anything we'll else. change that up. They yeah. do have a bunch of, I know they didn't, I don't, I think they might have skimmed right over it, but they have a bunch of pulled, different pulled meats. They do. Down there this year. Pulled they should have reported on that. Yeah. Yes. That would have got me. But, you, you know what? Like the, the, you know, the jazzy stuff is like the fried uh, uh, Oreo and the, you know, the hot dog with mac and cheese and bacon on top of it. Mm-hmm. Too Those much. Those are like the flashy. Yeah, but too much. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I remember we talked about the Seattle tree man at length. We yes. got a little obsessed with it. Well, authorities say the 25-hour saga of that guy who refused to come down from a giant sequoia tree in downtown Seattle was an uh, unbelievable waste of time and services. Cody Lee Miller has now been formally charged with malicious mischief and assault after he climbed to the top of that 90-foot tree and remained there for about 25 hours last week, ignoring police efforts to coax him down. He threw apples and branches at responders. The drama sparked intense interest on social media, new Twitter accounts. The hashtag man in trees started trending. Court documents say the standoff caused $8,000 damage to the tree alone, never mind the amount of police and rescue services that had to be on scene. Yeah. They can't find an attorney to represent him. They've been trying for a week. See, the, well, there's, that's the problem. So they just 
Daredevil charge him, but they won't treat him for his obvious mental illness. Yeah, exactly. They'll just throw him, and then throw nobody will defend him because what he's yep. because he's mentally ill. It's just yep. kind of that's the and they with know the he system. doesn't have money, so he's not really going to pay. And he's scheduled to be arraigned April 11th. He is being held on fifty thousand dollars bail. If he makes bail, he's ordered to have no contact with the tree. <laughs> that's honestly that's like the thing. That's the thing. Wow. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the guy needs help yeah. mentally. Like, like you're not going to... You, you, you throw help. him in jail all you want. He's going to get out. He's going to climb a higher tree. Yeah, exactly. You know how mad he <laughs> is at that tree now? Yeah. It doesn't fix the problem. It doesn't fix the problem at all. No. But he better not have contact with that tree. No, God, no. <laughs> That's all he's thinking about, man, is that tree. You know it. It's like, they tricked me, man. They put food on the bottom, and they told me I can go back up in the tree. And then when I went down and ate the food, they grabbed me. And then they stuck me in a truck, and now I'm here. And I'll tell you what, when I get out, I'm going to teach that tree a lesson. It'll never forget. When you cheat on your wife, and she's clearly crazy, I feel like you got to see this coming. 60-year-old Victoria Reed of Melbourne, Florida, got into an argument with her husband earlier this week about him cheating on her. Uh Uh-huh. He sat down on the couch while she yelled at him. Then she pulled out her gun. Yeah. And shot him. Mm. Where? One of those bullets ended up in a very bad place. Anus? Where do you think the bullet landed? Anus. I sent the story, so I know. No. Anus. Lise, any guess? Uh... Butthole? <laughs> mm, same guess as me. Oh, yeah, both butthole with it. Eyeball? Balls. Balls. Lodged. Mm. This guy currently has a bullet lodged in one of his balls. Mm. That's an impressive ball, though, to stop a bullet. Yeah. Well, it. she shot him in the knee. It oh. traveled up his leg and lodged into his ball. Oh. It's still there this morning. <laughs> He's still got a bullet in his ball. He's going to lose the ball. Oh, be gentle down there, Doc. He is. He is. They're not going to take that out, are they? Well, they. I don't know. I don't know the operations, you know, the They'll procedures take that of balls. Out. They'll take that ball bullet surgery, out. But unless they just leave it in and he's got... I don't think you, can, you can't leave it in. I don't know what the rules are. I think they do leave some stuff huh? in. I call my left one 50 cent. <laughs> <laughs> this ball took yeah. a bullet. <laughs> Oh, that is, I can't imagine the pain of having a bullet in your ball. A bullet in your ball. Yeah, I mean, it, you know. Let that word resound. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone it went through your knee all the way up <laughs> your leg and into your ball. It's going on my leg. <laughs> it's going into my, oh. It's in my Victoria was charged with aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and aggravated assault. Here is her mugshot. Oh, yeah, you can see it. See the crazy? Yeah. What would be more painful? What? Three choices. Okay. Bullet to the dick. Bullet to the butt. Anus. Oh. Bullet to the ball. What? Hurts more, in your opinion. Hands down. I think so. I think so. Unless... Then maybe James can talk about this, mm. unless the butt is far more sensitive than I realize. But I can't imagine it being. Well, I feel like if you get shot, like the million dollar shot, like right in the bullseye, yeah, that's probably the most painful. Oh, the sphincter shot. 
the bullseye, if you will. Mm. I don't know, man. Your balls just grazing them kills. <sighs> yeah, a flick kills. So a bullet lodged there. Yeah, my little brother when I was younger, like through a remote control, like a TV remote, and I was wearing gym shorts, and it was like direct hit to my left. Oh, it was one of the worst pains I've ever felt. It you, just travels up. You feel it in like your chest. Oh, you want to throw up? It yeah. shuts your body down. Yeah, it's hard to explain that to someone who doesn't have balls. No, like it's not just like oh, it hurts a little. No, it's like. I was like, I, I think you can have a heart attack from it. I bet. Oh, I, like, I think sure. you can have a heart attack from having your balls hit hard. It was not good. And it was like, luckily wasn't that direct a hit, but it was like, that was the, one of the worst pains I've ever felt in my life. We all saw a kid uh, in grade school on those. We had those old school. They, they don't have them anymore. I don't think anywhere. Those bike racks. Yes, yeah. You know, like, and they were metal, and they had, like, the spokes in the middle, and you just, like, rammed your bike into it. Yeah, they still have them some places. Yeah, well, kids, we would walk on top of them like a tightrope act, and we saw a kid fall, and his legs went to the side, and he landed, Mm. and he did crush his nut. He crushed it. Crushed a nut. God damn. How the show is... Quite dramatic today. Yeah, it's it is. Just, I don't know what's wrong. Brutal one today, huh? All right, let's, let's, let's lighten it up a bit here. <laughs> Those crazy Canadians. It's time for your Canadian crime story of the day. Back to the home of the Brister. This one involves garlic butter. Oh, I love a garlic butter. <laughs> After good. a flurry of posts and shares on social media, police say they've identified a Chatham-Kent man Accused of stealing one bottle of garlic butter from Little Caesars. That's good stuff to steal, too. (laughs) Chatham Kent Police released the man's picture yesterday morning, asking for the public's help as they investigated a theft from the Little Caesars on St. Clair Street in Chatham Kent outside of Windsor. The bottle, they say, was worth $25. That's got to be the garlic butter for the that they put on the crazy bread. Yes, right? which has got to be what, what it is. Give, here, I'll give you 25 bucks right now. <laughs> Dude, Jade just told me that you can ask for extra butter on those things. And I didn't know as a fat guy you could. <laughs> and now I'm going to. Oh, yeah. I'll drench those things. I might steal a $25 bottle of it. Mm. So the cops flooded social media with posts about this trying to find the guy. <laughs> In Canada, this was a major crime. Absolutely. Yeah. $25? Oh, shit. A $25 oh. bottle of garlic grand, that's butter? That's grand theft in Canada. Yeah. That is high mystery. So they found him, though? They finally got him because people <laughs> sold him out on Canadian social <laughs> oh, media. Oh, you sons of bitches, eh? <laughs> <laughs> they had a ton jealousy. of people contact them saying they knew who the guy was. Oh, jealousy. Including some of our listeners who who are actually related to this guy. Oh, oh. Probably me. I love, though, the I, I copied some of, they tweeted, Chatham Kent Police tweeted this out. Yeah. And I copied some of the tweets, the follow-up tweets from people. This woman said, free him. It's their fault for making the garlic butter so delicious. It's true. This one said, wow, what a great use of police resources. You guys truly are heroes. <laughs> <laughs> they got him, though. And then hashtag garlic butter matters, hashtag all butter matters. <laughs> Not as much as garlic butter. Sorry. But, yeah, they finally caught this guy after a massive social media blast 
looking for the $25 garlic butter thief. And the guy, the cousin, at least one of his cousins, a bunch of his relatives contacted us. Uh, this guy said, my cousin stole that $25 worth of garlic sauce from Little Caesars. Uh, they just went to Facebook for help. They released a picture of him doing it. They called him the Brazen Garlic Butter Bandit. Uh, it was shared in Windsor, London, and on Chatham News. I've been laughing all day about it. I spoke with him on the phone, and he told me a little bit of his side. And we were trying to get him on the phone to share it with us, but we can't get through to him right now. I hope he's not related to you, Chuck. Uh, so, listen. Like all these people that are making it's the news Chatham. from there. Okay. So he's probably related to you. My family is from that area for like 300 years. Okay? <laughs> so. The chances are pretty good. The chances are high. <laughs> this There's one some makes inbreeding sense. around there somewhere. <laughs> You know, we're going to call your mom. She'll go, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're related. Yep, you're related. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, didn't release his name, huh? They haven't released it yet. I wonder if any of our listeners have shared it here because they, we got a ton. They have his picture. Yeah, they have his picture. <laughs> he sure has my body type. <laughs> yeah, there he is there. But there were so many people that emailed us too of, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not seeing anything. So, I just it's tough because the the town isn't exactly gigantic, you know. There's a few names that if he just said the last name, I could be in big trouble, <laughs> big trouble. And my mom knows for sure whether or not I'm related. <laughs> <laughs> That area has been making the news a lot. Like, well, this is the deal. It's like Chatham's Canada's floor. This is the same place where the plumber got naked in the mm-hmm. woman's house, mm-hmm. where yeah. the people, where someone reported someone with a, who was on their phone, and they it led to like a standoff with the guy. The toy guns. With toy guns from yesterday. They were caught firing toy guns. It yep. led to a whole kind of police investigation. And it, now today, it's the brazen garlic butter thief. Is it Canada's Florida? It's Chatham Kent, Canada's Florida. It's turning into that. Chatham Kent's effed up. <laughs> We're going to have a new segment. Chatham Kent's soon. Because <laughs> isn't, uh, what is that? Nova Scotia is more like their Florida, isn't it? Or is that what uh, sounds like you're south up there? <laughs> like it gets new crazy. Fu- Newfoundland. Newfoundland, yeah. yeah. It's crazy in a lot of places, but. Yeah, the updates are everywhere. Police have is located. Is he a black guy or a white gar- guy? He's a white guy. White guy. No, the bond, I didn't see the one on the top. The one on the bottom, I was I couldn't tell. How's she going, eh? We got him. Mm. Hey, honestly, the updates are everywhere. All over Windsor News that they caught the, the brazen garlic butter thief. Um, How did he voice, get it? Voice-changing technology here. Uh, you know the guy that stole the garlic butter? Uh, I just know his name. Uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, is there is there any reason why we couldn't give the name out, Dave? Do we know? There, well, it hasn't been in any stories, right? No, they say they've identified him, but I don't know if they've released his name yet. I don't know if we want to be no. the people. At this that point, is he still a that. suspect? Right, and not a. Do we know for sure? Right, did he, he still? Is, is, is it a twenty five dollar garlic butter? Come on now. I want to see like the. Still, are we really taking it this seriously? Yeah, you don't want to be accused of stealing garlic butter if you didn't steal it. You're innocent, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, that's exactly God. Yeah, because honestly, like, what if they took my picture in there and then, like, the next guy in, yeah, stole the garlic butter, but they had only my picture. They're like, this is the man we believe you guys would all be like, oh yeah, it was him, him. that fat ass. 
I'm sure the they have video of him system. taking. Butter-based crimes are, what is this, the SVU thing? He's like, considered especially heinous. Yeah. <laughs> it's ev- If you Canadian. look this story up, it's everywhere. It's even made like UK news now. It's all over the world. They're talking about this story of this garlic butter thief. Yeah. Probably because it's so silly. That the cops made such a big deal yeah, about it. That's why it's making news everywhere. I'll tell you what, they don't let you get away with anything in Chatham Kent. Anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, this is a British news site. <laughs> this guy, this is what you're famous for now? I do feel horrible for him. Launches manhunt. <laughs> that's the headline in the Chatham This Week paper. Well, that's a better photo of him. Thief steals garlic butter, launches manhunt. <laughs> How did he get it? That's what I want to know. Because isn't it in the back? He walked in, picked up a bottle of garlic butter, and sped off in a blue Ford pickup. They don't have it on in like a locked up case. It's just right there. <laughs> yeah, but, you know what I mean? Like when I go into a Little Caesars, you look for the. I'd have to hop a counter. I can see that you can get around in that one. But you know, like think about Little Caesars when you go there. There's no real way to get back to where they make the right. Should we try and reach the Canadian constable who was in charge of the investigation? <laughs> yeah. I have his phone number yeah, here. Let's, try it. Stan? Yeah, let's give him a ring and see if we can... Uh, How's she going, Stan? <laughs> <laughs> a manhunt. Yeah. <laughs> they take it really seriously. Round up the Mounties! There is uh, no other crime. about this horrible crime. <laughs> You know, I, I love to see how much like there the Canadian hot and ready is too. Oh, uh, it's around the same. Oh, is it? Because yeah. that price up there and the no, top that's a large with that's uh, not the hot okay. and ready. That's their you know their high end. <laughs> There's a bunch of people calling in from Canadian numbers. I wonder if any of them are the people that are related to that guy. Before I try and call the uh, Canadian police officer here, uh, Olivia. Hi, Olivia. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Good. We're talking about this horrible Canadian crime of the garlic butter th- theft. CrossFit. CrossFit. Love it all day. You guys are awesome. I live in Chatham, Kent, and it was all over Facebook, all over Twitter, and then they took the story down before they caught him and have caught so much slack because there's so much actual crime happening in Chatham, and they chased somebody over a $25 bottle of butter. So there is actual real Crime. crimes hap- like m- more serious than this happening there. Oh, for sure. Chatham has a huge drug problem. There's oh. all kinds of break and enters, all kinds of car theft. It's really huge problems oh. here. And they went after the guy for a bottle of garlic butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, it starts with a bottle of garlic butter. <laughs> and, it spirals. and it spirals out of control. And uh, like, uh, finally, you take someone's motorhome, eh? Right? <laughs> it's all about Canada. Eh? Yep, that's yeah. right. Eh? All right, Olivia. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Tyler from Wheatley has a comment. Oh, Wheatley, another fine place. Played hockey there, eh? Hi, Tyler. Hi, uh, how's she going, eh? How's she going, going, eh? Still got the uh, tractor Zamboni out there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, at the Little Caesars here, uh, they keep the garlic butter out on the counter. Oh, that is not a Canadian Little Caesars, the garlic butter's on the counter. Yeah. In case you want to put put extra on your your crazy bread? Yeah, crazy bread, pizza, you load her up. Load her up, man. How's she going? (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. 
Stay, stay cool and weedly, eh? You too. All right, later. <laughs> Played a lot of hockey and weedly growing up. Apparently, there you, you can just get them, you can ask them to put garlic butter all over your pizza, too. Like if you want that garlic butter, or they leave it out so you can cover it. So you just yeah. jizz it yourself. It's almost like your own jizz, yeah. huh? Mm. Well, if it's out for everybody, well, what if I just want all of it? You see, in America, in America, if he had a poured all of it on He's something fine. he ate, he would have been fine. But taking the whole container of it, I guess that's is different. this really though no different than say if I walked into Taco Bell and decided I wanted all the Taco Bell sauce? Well, let's see if we can re. I, I doubt they'll talk to us now, but we'll see if we'll, we can reach that Canadian cop. Here. Oh, she going? Just a warning, eh? Dave and Chuck are calling Canadian cops. <laughs> <laughs> don't I'd answer the phones. I don't think Stan will answer. No, so, I don't think so. Just either. because of all the constable shit. If this is an emergency or no. to report a crime in progress, hang up and dial nine one one. Yeah, yeah, we're not. If doing you need it. to see an officer in person, press zero to speak with the dispatcher. If you need advice over the phone, press nine to speak with a front desk officer. For a list of our departments, press four. To leave a private voicemail message for an officer. I know his extension. Uh. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, this is Blondie. Blondie. Uh, I'm sorry I missed your call. Oh. Couple number, detailed message. I'll get back to you as quickly as I can. If you require further assistance, please dial zero. Thank you. Mm. All right. Blondie. Oh, well. Blondie. He calls. He goes by Blondie. Oh, so Sorry, Blondie. we couldn't reach you, Blondie. Wanted to talk to you about that big <laughs> Chatham Kent crime spree. I just picture him like rounding up people that might know the guy, and they're like just interrogating the crap out of him. Oh you know? yeah, I ain't telling you anything, copper. <laughs> what do you know? I know. I know a lot, but nothing you're gonna know, eh? Where's the butter? Oh, uh, wouldn't you like to know? Mm. <laughs> Tell the butt of my gun, cop! Oh, oh, she gone! Where's the butter? Where's the man who... I ain't telling you! Who took that butter? Hey? <laughs> the butter's gone, eh? <laughs> it don't matter, you're never gonna find that butter. I heard running that mouth when you got a fat lip! Oh! Oh, she gone! <laughs> that hurt, eh? <laughs> You got a long line of mischief here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. So big deal, eh? <clears throat> well, there you go. Big time Chatham. in Chatham. Yeah. yeah. Big time. The brazen garlic butter bandits set the community ablaze. It's crazy. Everyone talking about it. But it looks like they've got their man, finally. That's why the Breister had to get out of there. Yeah. It's a good thing he did. It's a rough town. <laughs> Someone will walk right in. Yeah. Take the garlic butter right <laughs> off the counter. <clears throat> Bastards. Well, uh, they got him. I, you know, I wish I knew if I was related to him, but until they release a name, we won't know. Oh, geez. That guy was calling in with the name. I should have got it from him, even though he didn't, you know, we weren't going to say it on there just to right, you see if you were. Yeah. yeah. It's almost better not to know. Yeah. It's better. Like, I'm. Still pretty well, bummed I mean, that I'm related the, to the naked yes, plumber being guy. being related to the naked plumber, not great. Being related to the guy who steals a $25 bottle of garlic butter sauce, that probably is in your family genes. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> you love that stuff. Yeah, there's no question. Mm. He does resemble me. <laughs> it's the same body type. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about how much you love that crazy bread all the time. He almost has the exact same clothes I would wear. <laughs> 
He's got a Corona sweatshirt on. <laughs> yeah. He's got he's bald with a goatee. I mean the the resemblance is striking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. He could be a relative. Uh hi, you're on with Dave and Chuck the Freak. Dan, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? We're doing okay. You had another crazy uh Chatham's after <laughs> story you wanted to share. Yeah, I'm from Chatham here. And uh, a couple of years ago, we had a dog in the middle of the street, and they blocked off the street for the dog because someone called in and reported a cougar. <laughs> it was a dog? Cougar had shot down the street. <laughs> it's a, it looks like a cougar to me, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, see, there you go. That's just one of many Chatham tales. Who knew? I mean, I knew it was a different place. I didn't realize, though, there was so much stuff going on all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The amount of stories we've had over the past few weeks just from Chatham-Kent. It's crazy, fairly outrageous. Actually. Yeah. I mean, if someone stole a $25 bottle of garlic butter from a Detroit Little Caesars, nothing would ever happen. I, I, I mean, fact, honestly, I know, nothing, nothing would ever happen. I don't even think, like, Little Caesars here would even make a phone call. No, what do you... They wouldn't even it's call a the cops. $25 bottle of garlic butter. They also take precaution. I've never seen garlic butter out. All no, willy-nilly. It's just this. And I would have never thought, honestly, to jizzify my already jizzy. In America, mm. I don't think anybody just has butter out. No. No. no butter. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the U.S., you can get it on your pizza, but they charge you an extra dollar and it's behind the counter. It's locked up. I just don't understand, I guess, even putting it on your pizza. Your pizza is oily weird. enough. Yeah, yeah. I never say Maybe never. You got to get it on the crust. Well, the crust God, I could understand. You turn the crust into like crazy. Bread. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I could understand. But just the people in well, Canada. What's weird? Every time I ask for it, just on the crust, they're like, "You just want it on the crust, not on the whole pizza." Like, oh, you you've already done this. Oh yeah, this is a regular thing for me. Huh. Oh. Mm. Sorry to break the news to you guys, but I've been enjoying this delicious treat on my pizzas for a long time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, I don't get that. There's people take like whole slices of pizza and dip it in that butter, and I'm like, that's a bit much, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that ruin the taste? Right, tomato ticker ticker and dead because I can pretty much guarantee that is not real butter sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go out on a limb, and that's a flavored substitution type product. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. It uh, it's always liquid. Give me some of them garlic chemicals. Yeah, that's what I think it is. You can all sleep well so tonight, delicious. knowing they've got the brazen garlic butter bandit. We oh got my it. God, <laughs> will he strike again? That's what I want to know. Will he? No strike butter again? safe, no butter left behind. Watch yourselves. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, more riff news to get to. What are women doing in bed that's ruining their sex lives? What really counts as cheating, according to Americans? And what's up his ass? We'll find out when we return here on the riff. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. This show always catches Andy Green by surprise. Uh, well, you guys make fun of me every time I'm not here when we go back on the air, but pretty much once a day, Andy Green misses. I the... saw him standing out there. He's smoking and he's just staring at his phone. And mm. I and I know I'm like we're about ready to go back yeah. on. Hey, Andy! Lights on. How did that happen? It was my regular time. <laughs> Started smoking? We were just wondering how long it would take you to realize that the show was back on the air. God, what's wrong with me? In the future, we'll get, like, the Jew to blow his Jew horn and give you a 30-second oh, Jew that's warning. that's not a bad oh, idea. idea. I love that's a warning. Phenomenal idea. Yeah, yeah, I love too. a warning. Like, if we, we bring pull him, him in, in here, here, pull him in here and hey, make him play hey, it over. Jason, we're 30 seconds out for coming back on the air. <laughs> oh, dear Jesus! <laughs> 
I don't think he's going to hear it, Jason. Yeah, you got to do better than that, dude. <laughs> he's all the way on the other side of the building. <laughs> like somebody's torturing a goose in the courtyard. Well, we got to think of another backup plan. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Hey, you were supposed to play a song that you oh. always play. Right, Chuck? Yeah, I'll Blaming play it. it on me over I'll here. Play. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's your fault, dude. I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got nothing to do. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, yeah. Come on. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, it's my favorite day of the week. My radio's kicking Dave and Chuck the Freak. W-R-I-S is my favorite station. Bitches be tripping. What's up with the Asian? Day with the news, douchebag of the day. Rip files and that hot bitch Lisa Way. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday, bitches. It's Friday. What? It's Friday. What? There we are, 9-11 on a Friday, bitches. It is Dave and Chuck the Freak here on 101 WRIF. Coming up, more Riff News coming your way. Also, what's up his butt and more. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. There's something to be said for just winging it. According to a new study, guys who are perfectionists in the bedroom can mess up their sex lives to the point where the wife loses the desire to do the deed. Hmm. Researchers found that women who are expected by their husbands to give a 10 out of 10 performance each time they tumble end up being anxious and suffering from low self-esteem. In some cases, women who are dealing with extremely high expectations from their man in their life actually have to deal with problems such as pain and discomfort. It affects them that badly. And, of course, none of this leads to fireworks during sex. On the other hand, women who are perfectionists don't deal with negative side effects when it comes to sex. So if they themselves are the perfectionists, they're cool. But it's when the guy expects Every sex session to be like a porno performance. Right. That puts too much pressure on the woman. So the girl is allowed to want a 10 from the guy every time? Or the girl is just talking about her her own performance? Her own. Her own. Her own. Women who have perfectionist sexual standards for themselves. Right. End up with higher desire and are more likely to be revved up and ready for action. Right. Well, they're horny. No. Those chicks are horny chicks. They want to do it. But there's got to be. I mean, I think there's a sweet spot here. I don't think it's winging it. I think it's it's falls between winging it and a 10 out of 10. You know, you but can, I don't think you can review someone's sexual performance after you're done. I mean, I just I think if you're like, you know what? Here you scored a. <laughs> Oh my God! No, who would have seven? That's a six point one, and I, you know, that was more like Olympic judges. You get like cards lifted up after. You "Mm." You gotta work on this. BJ was lackluster. Yeah, I I give it a C. You gotta (laughs) sort of hope that things kind of. I just feel like a lot of I. I don't know. I'm an old school guy. I guess I feel like the pressure's on the dude. I I feel like as a guy, you should be the perfectionist. 
Yeah. Chicks have to do very little to make sex super awesome. <laughs> in my right. opinion. Their bits, that's great. Yeah. Yes. You got the bits Yeah, there. no, you're right. Most men put the pressure on themselves. They don't put the pressure on the, the woman. The smart ones do. If you're yeah. like, you, you and your bits, you did not do good today. <laughs> then you're an idiot. You will not be around long. <laughs> right. Nothing. I shouldn't overthink it, though, I guess. Yeah. No, honestly. You know? No like, one should overthink it. that's what gets in trouble. Just do your best. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do overthink best. it. Just do your best every yep. time. It should just naturally, you know, just flow. I did my goddamn best, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had today. My best is not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard of Amazon Dash. No. So, uh, apparently what it is, is they actually now have these little buttons that you can put all over your house. And so say, like in your laundry room, you can put a Tide button. The second you realize you're going to need more Tide, you press the button. It wirelessly contacts Amazon that then sends a delivery to you. Oh, Lisa. Uh-oh. No, I just, this doesn't interest me. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have, what do you, so for every product, like how many? So like, now they have a hundred of their hundred top selling products of these buttons. Have the button. What happens <laughs> though if like uh, you live in a family of multiple people, and then you all go ahead and hit. You're like, oh, well, you've got to press and a, out of a that designated out of that. dasher, I guess. One only one person is allowed to press the yeah. button. Everything right now, from Doritos to vitamin water to Tide, but they just introduced the dash condom button. Mm-hmm. Little dash will do you. Can you imagine, though, ladies? You go to a guy's house, and on his nightstand, he's got a Trojan. The- Amazon dash button so that when he's getting close to the end of the condom stash, he just hits the button and Amazon rushes out a new order. Yeah, it says a lot about someone. It does. <laughs> I go through a lot of these. <laughs> you'd have to have it hidden somewhere, guys, like maybe inside the yeah, drawer. I would think if they can stick, you'd put them on the inside of a drawer. But this is how bad it's getting. You can't even write a shopping list. Mm. Yeah, no, that's it. You can't just well, go and can't spell order. Anymore what you want off it's real simple as it is off of amazon but you have to have, press a button just one one yeah. simple button <sighs> i can't remember how to get on amazon <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember how to get on the amazon this is them uh, their youtube video promoting it here <sighs> just showing everything you use in your house a lot from mac and cheese to i'll tell you what i would need coffee I need a Cheez-Its button. <laughs> I'm out of Cheez-Its again. <laughs> oh, see, out of Uh-oh. coffee. Oh, oh no. Yeah, that's too late. That's too late. Too late. The late. Oh, they're showing she didn't have a button. Introducing if she had a button. Oh. Uh. For Prime members. A simple way to reorder the Jeez. important things you always run Do they give me this for free because I'm a Prime member? Yeah. yeah. To order what you oh, want. Well. Might as well send them when you're running low. I don't want those things all over my house. On your phone, so it's easy to cancel. You know, the other thing is too; they're all connected to stuff. It does look like you are challenged if you have buttons beside everything. Like by my paper towel, I've got a bounty button. It's idiocracy. Hark, do my ears betray me? It is my condom drone fleet. <laughs> yeah, and then it delivers soon by drone. 
<laughs> so over the past year, uh, sorry, over the past three months, dash button orders have grown by 75%. Customers are using dash buttons uh, several times a minute now to ensure they never run out of their everyday essentials. I just want to know if these things are like, are they hooked up to Bluetooth? Are they wireless? Are they're they, hooked up to your Wi-Fi. They're yeah. hooked up to your Wi-Fi. See, this is my problem. I... I don't want 17,000 things to be hooked up to Mm-mm. Wi-Fi at all times. No. Like, they talk about there becoming, like, a a maximum point where we have so many things that are in our homes that are connected at all times that it just becomes there's a maximum that the Internet's going to reach. And it's just going to be These buttons done put it over the edge. They're sending edge constantly, right? Mm. Yeah. They're always in contact. I don't know. I don't. Uh, God, it does say something about us, though, guys. It's a really scary time right now. Miles mm-hmm. is an Amazon Dash Button user. Miles. Hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. Hold, slow down. Mm. Ma- well, I love it. Mm. <laughs> time to hit Dash on that phone. <laughs> <laughs> Order phone. I do actually need a new one. It's true. It's true. <laughs> So, Miles, welcome to the show. You're with Dave and Chuck the Freak on 101 WRIF, the radio station. What would you like to say? Uh, I just, you know, I I love the, the dash buttons. I really do. Um, I know it seems really kind of lazy and maybe gimmicky, um, but... Uh, I love j- the the kind of stuff I get it for. Um, my uh, paper towel and my trash bags are just the kind of things I always forget to pick up while I'm at the store. Um, and I don't notice that I'm needing more of them until I get down to, like, the last two rolls or the last three or four bags. So I just have all of the buttons up on a wall. Um, I have two or three of them right now. Um, and, yeah, I just, I just push a button and it orders it. And, you know, I get it uh, two days later, Amazon Prime. So you plan no, on getting convenient. you plan on getting more buttons? Um, I I don't know. I wouldn't get them for everything. Um, Just a few but things. I do, yeah, I, and I enjoy the the freedom it gives me to. Uh, sometimes I like to sh- go grocery shopping at places that really only specialize in foods like Whole Foods or, or Bushes or something like that, and they don't always have all of the other household things that I need. Right. So I can avoid I can avoid certain supermarkets. Yeah, I uh, order from them all the time, but I just the button thing. I I guess if it was just for like a couple things, maybe I could see it. I'd be like, okay. If, do you have I need any a like lot. automatic stuff? Like, do you have anything uh, that's like, yeah, like because you can do that, yeah, right? Yeah, you can do that. I don't think I have any right now. Yeah, I just wonder if that's this is just the next step of that. Miles, would you get the Trojan condom dash button? <laughs> um, that's not how my wife and I roll. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling in. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Have a good day. See ya. Yeah. Lisa's, uh, one of your main concerns was like having those things all over your house. Yeah. No, I don't want a bunch of buttons everywhere. No. Because in in their commercial, like really, they're all all over their kitchen. Mm -hmm. By their coffee maker, there's a coffee one. By their paper towel, there's a paper towel one. Like they'd be scattered everywhere. So now your whole kitchen is branded with these logos. Right. Right. But what it is, too, is it like... The companies love them because that means like Tide has ensured that you're never going to buy another brand. a discount item of their thing or try anyone else's stuff out. It's like every single time you just like 
Time to hit the die button. Hit the tie button. <laughs> hit the bounce button. You know, you're hitting uh, different things, and they're... So they cost five bucks, but after the first time you use them to order, you'll get that as a credit. Mm. So they are free. But yeah, they have everything from um, household supplies, beverage and grocery, uh, health and personal care, beauty, pet stuff, baby stuff. All of it you see. See, what it's so done, much. though, is it's just, it's turning us into... Inside the toilet paper. That's not going to get there. Two days is not when I need no. toilet paper. Oh, no. That button's not going to get it fast enough. But it, what it's doing is it's basically admitting to the fact that we're so distracted by everything in life that we cannot notice we're low on toilet paper... Check mm-hmm. the closet and realize, yep, no, there isn't any left. And then remember to go write it down and put it on a list to buy at some other point. Mm. We're we're beyond that. We're too dumb for that. In the commercial, did you see that dumbass, that, that lady's dumbass portrayal of like she ran out of coffee? Oh, yeah. And, and just it just devastated. devastated well, it's like her. those infomercials. That's exactly what I thought of, you know, where they can't cook an egg in a pan the right way. And they're like, yeah. oh, and it flips on into the air. Yeah. And they try, die, I try to make an omelet. I third degree burn myself. <laughs> yep. Sick of it. So hard. <laughs> um, Scott from Algonac, we're talking about these Amazon dash buttons you can put all over your house to instantly order stuff. What do you think? How's she going, eh? How's she going, eh? I I think them buttons are probably more for uh, rich people that got an endless supply of vagina like Leonardo DiCaprio oh, maybe. or something. Oh, the Trojan maybe. condom buttons? Probably. Yeah. I mean, you're going through, you don't have an endless line of vagina, Scott, from Algonac? I wish I did. Yeah. <laughs> don't we yeah. all? All right, Scott. Thanks for calling in. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's, it's trying to tell us something, you know? We're dumb. Yeah. Oh, it's sad times, dude. Or we just, we don't have enough time to do anything, too. We're so busy, we can't, we don't have enough time to write it down or, you know, go right onto Amazon and just, you know, shop well, for Amazon's it. Amazon's smart, right? But, and, and you can tell, and I bet, like, grocery stores mm-hmm. are crapping themselves. Yeah. Because... These are the things that normally, like, I'm not there yet. Like, I'm not, like, uh, if I needed to buy some cleaning product to, like, clean one of my guitars, I'm going to the store to get it. You know what I mean? Like, I still, I haven't made the total switch to just, like, oh, I want a bottle of Fantastic Spray. It's coming from Amazon, you know? But that's the future, right? That's where it's all going. Mm. Because I don't like to go to the store. Yeah. Yeah. I hate going to the store. I just, Amazon to me, like, I just ordered, I seem to just order fun stuff off of there, like magic yeah, me cards too. and, like, collectible weird things. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said, what happens when my four-year-old starts smacking the Tide button and two days later I get 55 gallons of Tide? Right. Yeah, right. I think you'd hopefully be notified. I thought about it. You'd yeah. need it high. Mm-hmm. You'd need yeah. it up high. Or Lou just keeps pressing the... Yeah, he could, he'd run into it. Oh, Lou finds a catnip button. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> food. Cat food. Boop. <laughs> uh, voice changing technology here. We're talking about these Amazon Dash buttons that instantly order stuff, including condoms for you. Hello, Anonymous. Support command, guys. Support, Support command. command. So I would definitely go with the condom button because at 26 years old, I'm still too embarrassed to go to the store and buy condoms. I would be embarrassed the- if I had to go do it now. 
Condom? But you could just go on <laughs> Amazon and order it. The button was really kind of embarrassing, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Having a button, a condom button in your house, dude? Yeah. <laughs> You'd have I to hide the it. The guy that has to deliver the button, that would be embarrassing also. <laughs> yeah, that would your be Your condom button's here. Get your condom button. <laughs> Setting it up. Oh, yeah, that's It took weird. me so long to have sex. I was never embarrassed to buy condoms. I was proud. Oh, God, no. I, I, I've never been proud. Really? I'm I like, just these are going like on my j- wiener, which is going in a lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me. And you're agreed. This guy. I'm purchasing these. Yeah, I'm no, getting I've in never. there. Tell the papers. I let the media. <laughs> God, I wish. No, not the Magnums. I need the other kind. <laughs> yeah. You throw them down on the yeah. counter. Buy them. I'm going to need all six of these. Condoms Hard work has paid off, stranger. <laughs> Do a little jump. Ring me up. I've got some coupons and everything. That's so yeah, funny. Because Lisa jumped. My, my brain, my brain is totally opposite. Mine is just like, oh god, yeah, really? I gotta put these on the counter, and everyone's gonna see. I probably when I was younger, I was like that, but then I didn't care anymore. Whatever. No, I, I just still, I, I was through all the ones still, I liked. See what I, I wanted. It could be the weirdest old lady person at the register, and I'm like, ha ha, getting some bits. <laughs> <laughs> About to fill up some bits. There's nothing wrong Maybe with it. Everyone has sex. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone has sex at some point in their life, and you're you're protecting yourself. You're being smart about it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why. Like wiener enlargement pills or something. That'd be, oh yeah, I really want a button for that. Yeah, I want a button for that. <laughs> um, there is uh, a guy who says he has one. And he puts it at the bottom of his condom box. So when he takes the last one, he hits the button. It orders some condoms. Mm. Got to get that quick delivery in case you get lucky in the next few hours. <laughs> yeah, you got to wait two days. Come wanna, on, Prime. Come yeah. on, Amazon Prime. You don't want to reuse them. No, you don't want to reuse oh, them. Oh, that's not recommended. Mm. But I don't think you can. I mean, no. don't do it. Don't. But no, absolutely. Grocery store delivery, like uh, the groceries will be delivered to you. I mean, that's the future. It is. They're starting well, it now. They're going to have to. Yeah, they're trying already to like you can just uh, you no. Know. In several markets, it's Amazon Fresh, I think, mm-hmm. where they deliver groceries yeah, to you. Yeah. They're just testing it now, and it's going to be everywhere. And there I are hope, some places that do it. I hope you guys are all ready yeah. for the great garbage avalanche of twenty thirty. Oh, it's coming! Huh? <laughs> oh, with the <laughs> all the boxes. I know. I think that all the time. All the. I mean, it's great that they ship it free to your house, but there's so much packaging. You can recycle. You got to break the boxes down. Yeah, I know, but even still, like there's the recycling process isn't as awesome as what people think. Go away, baiting. But you talked about like what my old lady Lisa plan is, and that's one of them. I figure my groceries will be if everything will be able to deliver to me. I won't have to drive and run into a building or anything. Lisa, which is good, and also the self driving cars. I'm we're getting this, but this would thing our self driving scooter. Uh huh. Is gonna drive us to our self-driving car, right. and then we're gonna get to our self-working job where we just monitor, we just stare at something all day long. That's it. Yeah, I'm talking about old when I'm old. Though. I know, but what I'm saying is, this is just—it's like uh, there was like a cartoon for kids where they went in a spaceship. The Jetsons. Wally, Wally, oh, Wally, yeah. And everyone was too fat to do anything, and they were just in their own little chair. Yep. Oh, so you're saying that's yeah, that's, that's the future. That's for what's sure. coming. That's the future. Uh, yeah. Brent, you had a comment on this. Yeah. Um. So what Lisa said. And everyone's too lazy to make a list. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lazy. Uh, too lazy to make oh, a list. Son. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Andy, I think it was, oh. was just talking about. Um, uh, the great garbage avalanche is coming. So, anybody else feel like Idiocracy is becoming more of a documentary? Oh yeah, than, we uh, say we, it every day, uh, every single day. We're absolutely. At sold. one point we in our show, know. yes. 
Yeah, it is. It's just it. It is just going to tumble all. It's it's just snowball effect. It's going to be yeah. all penis pills and uh, making sure your hair doesn't fall out. Yeah. that's all we're going to worry about. That's not a lie. Those are my two concerns. <laughs> Get your Rogaine button. No, I know. I, I need it. Hit my Viagra button. Again, yeah. I'd probably need it before the button. Yeah. But see, that's just it. Like, we're, we're going to be so dumb that we're not going to realize, oh, I only have two pills left. We won't know it's gone until it really is gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our brains won't be able to realize, oh, I got two left. I better hit the button. No, you'll only hit that button when there's nothing you'll be taught to hit the button when there's nothing. You know, speaking of us being lazy and and not doing anything ourselves anymore, um, our grandpas would have saluted the damn Krauts before he would have let someone else fix his car or change a tire, right? Oh, geez. Of course. We're not our grandpas anymore. Uh, A new survey finds 40% of Americans today say they have no idea how to change a tire. And they're real dumb. It's so simple. 40% yeah. of Americans could not change a tire. 17% don't even know if they currently have a spare tire in their car. Mm. Or if they do, they don't know where they'd go to find one. I'll tell you what. There was wow. a slightly embarrassing moment of me when I got a flat tire in my Jeep Commander. Thus, I knew it had a spare, but I had no idea the mechanism for which to retrieve the spare, which was like up and underneath the bottom side of my car. Mm. There's a crank or something that lowers it down. I had no clue. Yeah. You know, and that was a little like, oh boy. But I had like one of those MDOT guys come and he was like, oh yeah, this. I'm like, hey, take it from there. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) You look like you know what you're doing. This survey also found 10% of us have left our windows open during a car wash. Mm. We are not car people. I, I didn't have a choice. Yeah, well, that's yeah true. when it's broken, I mean, that's different. <laughs> that's true. When I go yeah. into a car wash, I'm like, I need some fresh air. Turns out they did that. They did that study the one time Andy had his car washed. The right side of my face looks very youthful. The left side <laughs> looks like Clint Eastwood. I wonder that. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's done this. Like the worst thing you've done to your car, if you tried like a car repair yourself, hmm. and it, because you didn't know how to do it, it didn't. Work out. 248-544-WRIF. 248-544-9743. What's the worst thing you did to your car in an effort to try and fix it yourself? Not a whole lot. I took the battery out once by myself and replaced a battery. My muffler was hanging off of the Saturn for a while, and I rigged up a little system ah, there. <laughs> it, did you? I had taken uh, some cables and wires and rigged it up, for, and it lasted for a good week and a half. <laughs> And then it started dragging again, and then I tried to rip it off myself and had to take it to a place where they ripped it off. I forget exactly what this guy did, but a buddy was telling me that his friend watched a YouTube video on, um, oh, the car dealerships never want you to see this. It was how to get out your own dings and scratches using ice and a hairdryer. I forget what it was. (laughs) Really? But he destroyed... Like, he made it so much worse that he ended up having to take it somewhere (laughs) to get them to fix it. I must have got the ice wrong. This thing is wrecked. Just hammer it. You should never admit that you did that. No, no. That should be embarrassing. Yeah. Well, there are people now that just make these videos, which, if you follow their instructions, will destroy the thing that you're trying to fix because they're just trolling you. Trolling you, you, basically. You know? But they look like they're not trolling you. That's funny. Yeah, it was called, like, what, what car... 
repair shops don't want you to know. Yeah. You can see it, like, in my family, like, how my grandpa was super tough, and then my dad was kind of super tough, but not as super tough as my grandpa. Yeah. And now I'm a giant pussy. (laughs) That's a drop-off. Yeah. Yeah. That's a drastic drop-off. They were, like, cutting wood and stuff, and I'm like, it's so gross and cold. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy, you cut wood. I'm going to go inside with Grandma and have some lemonade. (laughs) Uh, David is with us here Uh, on the Riff Lines. What's the worst thing you did to your car, David? Uh, I was kind of in a hurry and I was on the phone and I pulled up to a gas station and uh, it was winter. It was really cold. I was out of windshield wiper fluid and I'm talking on the phone. I pop my cap and I start pouring it in and I realize I'm pouring it into my uh, brake lines. <gasps> Dude, oh, no. you were pouring wiper fluid into your brake line. What happened? Uh, I had to walk. I called my uncle who's a mechanic and I ended up walking like a mile to like a Harbor Freight and got a hand pump. And I had to stand out in like the 20 degree weather, pumping out all of my brake fluid that now had washer fluid in it into the trash can. And I had to go buy more brake fluid and pour it in. Oh man, and it sucked. That well, that's bad. that's the best possible outcome. Yeah, yeah of course. course. Yeah, because I, I would have just sealed that up and just had it on it. <laughs> and uh, shortly there, you'd be reading about a guy who flew off the road. <laughs> To his demise. Oh, my goodness. You know, the worst thing I did to my car, and it was the stupidest thing, and Chuck the Freak is somewhat oh. involved. I had a brand new car. Mm-hmm. Just got it like a few weeks. I uh, was heading to Chuck's place. Yep. I was excited to show off my beast of a vehicle. Yep. <laughs> and there was a, it was got a little bit dirty on the ride there. We st- I stopped at a gas station with Amber. I'm like, well, I'll just, you know, the, the windshield wiper cleaner they have at a gas station. Yeah. I thought I'd just use that on the hood because there was got a little bit of mud on it when I was driving there. So I cleaned it all up. Well, like Dave, like clean the one spot and then he realized, wow, that looks crystal clean compared to the rest of it. So you decided I did the whole hood. I did the whole hood of my car with his windshield wiper cleaner. Yeah. Not realizing that there were a couple of tiny little rocks embedded in Mm. that cleaner. That oh when I God. dried, I saw that I had scratched the entire hood of yeah. my car. Like That's literally like Just a trying to get a little bit of mud off it so Chuck the Freak would think it was a sweet ride. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were devastated by that. Uh, was, you were devastated you by that. And it's still that. to this day. I, that was 10 years yeah. ago. Still to this day, it crushes me to think. That's why I, I just yeah. want him to think I'm Because you would, like, like my car is going to be sparkling. <laughs> we'd leave work, you'd walk out, you'd see, you'd see the hood, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, Dave. <laughs> it was a reminder every day, of that, every day of what an idiot I was. In my defense, I never would have expected there to be little rocks. No, in, no, of course no. not. You know, but it's not. You know, but the thing is, because Dave has done that, I'm terrified of any brush that's mm-hmm. just available for you to use. That's like a public brush. Mm. I won't. That's. I just let Mother Nature take its course. Someone said, though, funny thing, I watched my neighbor clear the snow off his car with a metal shovel. Oh, God. I'm sure that scraped the hell out of his oh, car. I mean, that's Jeez. just common sense. Yeah. I did that before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andy. <laughs> well, your car, you, you yeah. weren't really concerned about it that too much, though. Yeah. Yeah. A metal? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably it's Andy's neighbor. Snow. <laughs> I had to be quick. <laughs> I didn't like all you didn't leave time you didn't, I didn't, have, right, I didn't have time to finesse it mm. <laughs> Nick from Detroit what's the worst thing you've done to your car ripcord ripcord rip uh, I had a leak uh, it was leaking oil I was replacing the oil filter housing gasket no idea and to get my impact to it I had to take out the front drive shaft well I didn't bolt it up tight enough so when I was test driving it down the street the front drive shaft fell out <gasps> and it like hit the ground 
and jam back into my transfer case and crack the housing around it. Oh. God. That I'm sounds out. horrible. How I don't know that what end up costing any of that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know the it's oil bad. Oil filter housing is what your oil filter screws into on your motor, so when they change the oil, they unscrew your filter out of your filter housing. What was the bottom line? It uh broke my transfer case, and it cost me about a grand to repair. Oh, oh man. Mm-hmm. I would have thought worse, though. Yeah. I would have thought there'd be more. This guy said, I accidentally put the battery in backwards. I caused $800 in damage. Oh, man, when I took the battery out and was putting in the new one, I was like, just don't screw this up. Like, don't don't be dumb. And I managed to be okay, but... Yeah, I put a battery in mine, and it's in the back. I wasn't yeah. used to. Yeah. Uh, David from Farmington, worst thing you've done to a car? CrossFit. CrossFit. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good. Hey, uh, oh, for my job, I mean, I can't really say where, but uh, I had a customer's car come in, and I was a little newer to the job, so I was topping off their washer solvent. Well, in that certain vehicle, the washer solvent cap, uh, it's just like a flip cap with a plastic cover. Well, their engine coolant was the same way. Mm. And uh, the, the washer solvent uses the same color, and I'm like, oh, this looks a little low, so I fill it up, and then... Uh, I'm just, like, doing my thing, sitting around, and then about two hours later, I get a, my boss is just, like, like just yelling at me. I'm like, whoa, what's the problem? The customer came in, and uh, their engine overheated. They had to pay the tow bill to bring it from wherever they were at. And then on top of that, we had to flush the whole engine coolant lines, everything. It was it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no that's it's bad not one. a good Not what you expect. Yeah, yeah dropped their car off. No. This guy said, I took my truck through a car wash. Forgetting I had a dresser in the bed of the pickup. Completely <laughs> forgot it was there until I got home. He said, I can't believe the car wash operator never mentioned it to me. <laughs> so he's got a dresser in the back of his pickup, and he goes through a car wash. Obviously destroyed that dresser, I'm sure. Yeah, nice and clean. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a bad mistake. Um, Charles is next. Charles, what's the worst thing you've done to your car? How's it going, eh? How's she going, eh? <laughs> Yeah, um, I actually, uh, it was a customer's vehicle. I, I worked on vehicles, and uh customer brought a vehicle in, said it wasn't running right and, and so on. Well, he told me that it, well, before he brought it in, it was overheating. So he wanted to put uh, water in it to get it to not overheat anymore. Well, instead of putting it in the radiator, he actually filled the engine to the top with water. Like where, where the, the oil, like where, where the, the pistons are. <laughs> yeah, no, where the oil goes. Oh, like opened up the oil and filled it to the top with water, and it, it dumped probably ten gallons of water out of the engine where the oil is. You take the oil plug out, and oil and water came out at least ten gallons of it. Oh my God! Oh boy! Well, <laughs> not everyone knows what they're doing. No, huh? they sure don't. I just know that I don't know what I'm doing. So you, you, don't even, you don't attempt it. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I remember, I, I still kind of remember when my dad went from knowing what to do with engines and then when engines went beyond him. Mm. Because I do remember he like opened up one of our cars and he was like, well, goddamn. <laughs> Charlie, come here and have a look at this. And I'm looking, he goes, I can't make heads or tails of it. <laughs> you know, they're just getting... Cr- it's just all computers and stuff now. 
Yeah. No, it's yeah. The, yeah, it's yeah. Cars, I mean, that's got to be said too. Cars are cars are much more complicated now than they yeah. used to be, right? No, it uh, went beyond my dad. Uh, this one said, it? "I'm a maintenance man. I do manly things every day." Well, my battery died on my work truck, so my boss came to give me a jump with his personal truck. I accidentally hooked the battery terminals backwards. I fried his truck. Mm. What do you do? <sighs> what do you do in that situation if someone's giving you a jump and you fry their truck? Well, you feel horrible, and I'll tell you, there's a way to do it, and I had to jump my own, like, before I replaced my battery, I had to jump it, and I must have watched a YouTube video seven times, because I was like, make sure we get this right. Because if you don't, it's disastrous. Yeah. Yeah. That was one thing, like, the simple things, like, my dad really instilled in me, like, making sure the positive was on the positive and the negative was on the negative, and then, you know changing a tire and things like that but yeah like i could change a tire i could do all i couldn't stuff. change oil i couldn't change the oil i, I wouldn't know how to change oil i don't know where there's something on yeah. there they do yep i've never done it they unscrew something um marissa from west bloomfield how are you my hands are soft we're doing good thanks um so i had just bought a brand new 2007 chevy colorado i had just gotten a large insurance money because i was injured overseas with the military, so I paid cash for this truck. And the very first time I put gas in it, I pumped about $7 worth of diesel into it before mm. I realized that it wasn't gas. What? Um, what did you do? I cried. <laughs> I called OnStar and had them come. I didn't start the car, so it didn't send the diesel through anything. Um, but luckily there was, it wasn't enough to like really hurt it. There was enough gas in it that it mixed in and it was fine. But the dealership actually replaced everything, um, for free and gave it back to me. So it was a lesson learned. <laughs> I felt wow. so stupid. Wow. You, that was really nice. nice. Good idea to call on star, you yeah. know, right away yeah. before you start it. That yeah. was smart. And then a uh, really nice dealership that helped you out. Someone said, uh, Worst thing, I took my pickup truck through a car wash with my backpack in the bed one day before my final exam. Oh. I didn't even think of people doing that. They have stuff in the, the bed of their pickup that they don't realize is yeah. there, and they go through a no. car wash. I remember the Breister almost killed me. I took, uh, he had a, Bu- a Buick Park Avenue, beautiful Buick, my beautiful Buick Park Avenue. And uh, I took it through a car wash, and... uh the Breister had like one of those, and it's nothing, but it was it had one of those antennas that would like go up, mm-hmm. and you could push a button and it would go down. Yeah, and I left it up, and it just got destroyed. <laughs> but you had to understand what how the Breister felt about this car, and so like I'm driving, and then I realize. Oh my God! It's like hanging sideways, and it's all bent, <laughs> and I'm about to bring my car back to my dad, <laughs> and I just tried to straighten it and shoved it back down into the hood. So did he ever do it? Like, God, God damn thing, bro! <laughs> oh, thank God. No, you oh, did it. Oh, wow, Chuck. You, you wouldn't, it wouldn't have been on the show, I don't think. We made a lost Chuck. I'll tell you. May or may not have taken someone else's Park Avenue <clears throat> antenna leader. Oh, wow! Thug <laughs> <Plug> life. <laughs> It's the easiest way to fix an antenna. Uh, Jeff from Clinton Township. How you doing, Jeff? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, yeah. Love the show. Thanks, man. Um, this happened back when uh, my ex was my ex-wife did this. Uh, back when the Red Wings won their first Stanley Cup back in the 90s, she decided to take our van and 
and paint it all up with like you know the wings logo, the, the octopus, Stanley mm-hmm. Cup, and all that stuff. Oh yeah. And she, she left down there, and I'm, for a while, I'm like, hey, you need to wash that off, clean it up. It should just wash right off. It's no big deal. I went out and I played golf. I come back home. Van's in the backyard, and I go back there. She just got done, and I look on the ground, and there's Brillo pads all <sighs> over the place. She used Brillo pads to wash this van. Oh my god. Uh, I just looked up into the sky and I said, "You got to be effing kidding me!" Did you the say, whole van. She say ex-wife. Van. Is, this, is that yeah, why well, she's your ex-wife? <laughs> well, you know, I only been divorced for like two years, but I should have divorced her back then. Yeah, there was, yeah, that was, that was one of the signs. signs. Yeah, it was one of the signs. That, wow. that van was to- that van was totaled. The whole paint job was completely ruined, front to back, top, you know, the whole thing. Brillo pad. What? Well, Brillo pads. I'm like. You, this is your idea of how, what to clean it with a Brillo pad. Oh God! Oh my God! So not everybody, so not everybody is good at thinking. No, it's <laughs> very true. Some people really uh, struggle. I'm yeah. just putting myself in that guy's shoes, and I came home and I found my wife has done that. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to say the paint wouldn't come off, or it was some kind of you yeah. Know, that's what right. I thought. That I was yeah. going like, to get ate but, the paint job or something. No, that's even worse. No, she Brillo padded my car. <laughs> Amber thinks she's doing Dave a big favor. He gets his new car, and she's out there in her bikini washing it with the Brillo pads. Oh, no. Dave. That'd be a bad day in anyone's oh, yeah. life. In oh, anyone's life. Anyone's you come home and your wife is looking in your car with a Brillo pad. Whoosh. Yep. Yeeks. 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 That's bad. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Chuck the Freak has sports. We'll also play What's Up His Ass. That's up right after this. Previously on Dave and Chuck the Freak. An eerie sound is driving citizens of one Oregon town bananas. Residents cannot figure out where it's coming from. Here's what it sounds like. Pat, good morning. I remember in California once there was a sound coming from the San Francisco Bay, and then they figured out it was some sort of a fish mating call. It's one hell of a fish mating call. Imagine Andy had a mating call, though, like yeah. when he wanted to get laid. It'd be, it'd be, and it'd be loud. You'd hear it for miles. What's that noise? Oh, don't you know the Andy Greenfish is searching for a mate. Kevin, what do you think this eerie sound actually is? Sounds like Jason's Jew horn. Bro. Does this to you, a professional Jew horn player, sound like a Jew horn? It does, and if you didn't know, that's how we communicate. That's basically like Jew Morse code. Oh, oh my okay. God! Well, yeah. Let's see if you can decipher this Jew Morse code. Then, yeah, it sounds like matzah, matzah, gefilte fish, big Jew titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might want to work on that translation a bit. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's Dave and Chuck the Freak. The week is coming to an end. Gonna spend time with some friends, Dave and Chuck. Lisa and Andy Green, I think you know what this means, oh yeah you do, pull up a chair and rip your cord for some penis jokes on a Friday morn, squeamish folks had really ought to go, and just know, the safe word is mango, don't turn the dial, don't trust that edge, it's Friday you little bitch, bend on over and your britches, you know it's Friday, bitches. Cause you know it's Friday, bitches. Friday, bitches, it is. It's 9.56. It's Friday, the 1st of April, and it's Dave and Chuck the Freak on 101 WRIF, where we have more riff news on the way, sports from Chuck the Freak, and we'll play What's Up His Ass. 
We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Let me hear your song. Fly fishing, fly fishing, fly water, fly water. Now back to our show. Dave and Chuck the Freak. You know, we were just talking about uh, foaling on the show the other day that, you know, the dude from Metro Detroit who invented it, who's trying mm-hmm. to protect his invention mm-hmm. as other bars kind of try and make money off this as well. Well, this is something new, too. Uh, a bar in San Francisco installed a ball pit so adult customers can enjoy their beverages while playing around in an adult ball pit. Mm. It's filled with 40,000 colorful plastic balls. Hmm. For extra fun, uh, bartenders throw a green plastic turtle in there, and whoever gets it gets a free drink. God, they're fighting over that turtle, huh? (laughs) They really are, and you know it. Do you think adult ball pits in bars is going to take off? Um, I actually have a fear of falling into a ball pit because I'm not sure I could get out of one. If it was was deep enough, I don't believe I couldn't get out of it. Dude, it is a night you'd drown in a ball pit. Yeah, <laughs> I think I could. I don't know if I could climb out of there either. Listen, you know, like I'll take my kids to these uh, trampoline places, and they've got these things you can bounce on a trampoline into like a big foam pit. I look at those the same way I'd look at quicksand. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, I think like what, I do. What concerns me even more, though, than that is like you got all these drunk people's feet touching these balls. Mm. Like. Drunk people feet balls, man. Yeah, and you <laughs> know someone's puking and peeing. In oh, there. Uh, that's that's kids' ball pits. Yeah. Terrify me just for the germs. Yeah, adult well, ball with people drinking. There's pictures like they are. I didn't know if they'd be allowed to drink in there. They are. How many hand jobs are happening in there? Oh yeah, those are jizzy balls. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, you're right. Jizzy you balls. I never thought. Germs. You got. Jesus. Look at it. People are going crazy in that ball pit. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, like look, I think that guy's getting a hand job or yeah, something sure over there. Is. Something's oh, happening. I'm sure he is. Number one, the ball pits seemingly are only going up to these people's waist. That's not enough balls mm. to have a fun time, right? No, Kids really like dumb. a ball pit because it goes. They like almost disappear in them, right? That's where my fear comes from. I remember being a little kid when, because I I was a little kid when like the Playland first started or whatever, and they always had like a ball pit and those things. Yeah, and I remember being a little kid and being like a little Andy disturbed by like I'm like, it's just just their feet and socks, it's touching yeah. their balls. <laughs> strange feet. Yep, I just yeah, think I've, I've always the, thought they were gross. It grosses me right. So out, an man. adult version of it with drinks and shots involved. I'm just waiting for someone to pull their pants down and poop in the ball pit. Uh, it will happen. Of course it will, it will. happen. Of course yes. it will. Or puke. They'll, be puke. they'll never find it. Some horribly alcoholic man will stab somebody in one yep. for that turtle. Once again, I always think Chuck's ridiculous. Some of the things he says, like, how do you get stuck in a ball pit? But uh, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey's with us on the riff yeah. lines. Hi, Kelsey. Good morning. Hi, guys. How are you? We're good. You had a comment. Uh, yeah, so I, well, there was this one time where I went to one of those ball pit places. I know it was like the trampoline place with the foam. Yeah. Um, I'm super scared of those because of what happened to my brother. <laughs> my brother is about six foot three, weighs about 400 pounds. He's a big boy. Yeah. And so we told him not to pencil dive into him. I was like, you know, dude, you're not going to get out if you pencil dive. And he didn't listen to me. 
it took three guys and a bunch of kids to get him out after about 20 minutes. Yep. <laughs> I'm telling you. Jeff the Freak is stuck in the phone pit. I can just tell sometimes. <laughs> like, I see the way other people. I'm like, that guy's in great shape. And look at how hard of a time he's having right now. Yeah. I know. I can see it. I'm like, I'm not jumping in that. Yeah. So was he okay when they got it? I mean, obviously quite embarrassed, I'm sure. I mean, like, yeah, like, he was fine. I mean, it's just that he was all, like, like, oh, like, oh, I can't get out. And my grandma is, like, my grandma is this cute little old, like, Russian-Canadian lady. And so she's all, like, freaking out, like, you're hurting him. And I'm like, Grandma, they're not hurting him. He's fine. He'll be okay. All right, she's Kelsey. Like, she's maybe like she's like five feet tall too, so it was super funny. Oh my gosh! Thanks for calling in. You have a good wow. day. <laughs> Thanks, you too. Bye. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you could actually get stuck in there and have to be rescued. The made for TV DCN movie. No, I just know not to jump in. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to catch me in a couple things: uh, a ball pit, one of those foam pits, mm-hmm. or like a one of those bounce houses. Yeah. No. Not, not going for in you. there. Chuck the freak. Not designed for this man. All right, coming up in just a moment. What's up his butt? What did a New York man have up his ass? Here's a hint. Over 1,400 things. Oh, 1,400? We'll figure it out. Oh, my God. After Chuck the Freak, check sports. Uh, sports brought to you by the Detroit Pistons. Pistons uh, individual playoff tickets go on sale today at noon at the box office at Pistons.com or by calling 248-377-0100. Uh, Pistons have a uh, big weekend here where they're going to want to win a couple games. Um, Tonight they're taking on the Mavericks at 7.30, and then they're going to play the Bulls tomorrow. Um, Not must-win games for them, but sure would help if they did win. Um, The Red Wings, too, they've got to start winning or they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to take on the Minnesota Wild tonight at 7.30. Uh, Major League Baseball looks like they signed a deal with Apple, uh, which is going to allow Apple iPads in dugouts. Uh, before they never used stuff like this, but, uh, and I was thinking, oh, they're going to let players mm-hmm. use iPhones and iPads in the dugout. And there's going to be tweeting and all that. No, no. it's kind of like football where the quarterback, you'll see him, he's got something in his hand. He's like, and I, I think that they have a deal with Microsoft. So they don't use iPads, but, um, you know, they'll be able to like, oh, this is what this guy, the pitcher did to me in the first at bat. Right. I can watch it real time. Like, you know, so it'll, it'll be for stuff like that. Um, not tweeting out pictures. No, I don't think so because there's been way too much trouble with guys tweeting while games are on. It was happening in the NBA a little bit and Mm -hmm. I think they had to go ahead and, and ban that. But uh, yeah, gotta stay focused. I want, yeah, that's just it. I want, I want my team to stay focused. Uh, Tigers beat the Yankees yesterday. JD Martinez hit three home runs. Uh, Victor Martinez uh, hit his third home run of the spring. It was his first game since returning from that uh, hamstring strain that he suffered on March 14th. So the Tigers look pretty much ready for the season. Now it's time to play. What's up? up his There's a lot of it. That's a lot. Wow. 14,000! 1,400. 1,400. This could be a record. 1,400. 1,400 still. I mean, I, might as well be 14,000. This is in New York. Okay. 
Actually, he's a New York man. He was busted in Vermont. Okay. 41-year-old Fernando Estrella mm-hmm. pulled over by a Vermont state trooper for running a stop sign shortly before 1 in the morning on Tuesday. During the stop, the officer noticed something wasn't right. He looked off. Okay. Uncomfortable. Yeah, I bet. He was detained while the troopers got a warrant for a body cavity search, which was carried out at a local hospital. That's when they found Mm -hmm. over 1,400 things. Okay. What's up his butt? Really, yeah, you know they're pills. They're not pills. Mm. They're not pills. They're not pills. I have no. I have no other ideas. I think it's cash. <laughs> cash, fourteen hundred dollars in cash. Uh, wow, pills. That was all my guess was That's pills. That's all I thought the whole time. Because ecstasy's a pill. Yeah, oxycodone is a pill. Seems like the only drug you really have fourteen hundred of in there. Yeah. So it's maybe is it. Mm. Is it nuts and bolts? It is neither nuts nor bolts. Ah, damn it. Hmm. Is it money? It is not cash. No. It's not cash. 1,400. I'm just thinking of how many, like, what? 1,400 of what could fit in my butt? Clue, please. Clue, please. Little bags of meth. She's going for a clue. Meth? Is that what you said? Uh, Little bags of meth. Something. Bags of cocaine. Tiny bags of cocaine. Tiny little balls of cocaine. Tiny, Tiny bags is right. Mm-hmm. Tiny bags of heroin. Ding, 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 That is a ton. They discovered more than 1,400 bags of heroin inside his body. Boy, he was carrying a lot. He looks like he's got a lot of heroin. Look how uncomfortable he looks in the mugshot. Like he looks like, well, I, I've got 1,400 bags of heroin up my ass. Yeah. I, I feel like, too, like... <laughs> You're a ticking time bomb, too, right? Yeah. Like, all you want to do is get the heroin out of you because one bag pops, that's it. Yeah, your bloodstream's right there in your butthole. I just don't understand, though. I'm, like, driving from New York to Vermont with heroin. I need to put it up my ass? Can I just drive normal and obey all the laws and I should be fine? Like, why do I've got to shove 1,400 bags of heroin up my butthole? Because it's a serious offense. <laughs> yeah. I think what it is is because this guy was hoping, okay, I got pulled over for whatever reason they could have He ran a, a stop sign because he's an idiot. Yeah, okay, so he's an idiot. But then the backup plan is, yeah, I'm an idiot, but they're not going to search my car and find something. The problem was 1,400 bags of heroin in your butt's going to give you a weird look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it will. You know, as proven officer. by his mugshot. Oh, got one on deck, officer. <laughs> Ran that stop sign up. Oh, got fourteen hundred on deck. Mm. Dude, he looks uncomfortable. <laughs> what shocks me though is just that anyone enjoying some kind of hardcore drug, they have to know it's been in someone's butt. Oh, it's, it's been, been in a, a butthole. It got it's there. been in a butt. It's probably been in several buttholes. Yeah, before it got to you. It crossed many buttholes. Yeah. Buttholes are the Pony Express of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. Carrie Underwood <laughs> is going to return for next week's big American Idol finale. Okay. She'll be joined by other superstar Idol winners like nobody at all. <laughs> person. No. And finally, today is April Fool's Day. 
So any minute now, Donald Trump will admit this whole thing was a prank. <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> Please. Go ahead. Those are my thoughts, not yours. I'm Dave Hunter on 101 WRIF. Dave. Slap me, choke me, and shove your hmm in my mouth so deep I can't breathe, please. Chuck the freak. I didn't want it all. I didn't want it in my mouth. Lisa Way. I lay on the ground in a fetal position, crying. Dave and Chuck the Freak on the riff. Hey there, it is Dave and Chuck the Freak. It's 1016 on a Friday, bitches, the 1st of April. Coming up in just a second, uh, this is one way I should have proposed to Amber. Oh, really? But I missed out. One guy took the idea. I'll explain what it is in just a moment. I have a feeling it's going to be good. (laughs) Dave and Chuck the Freak. Warning. Subject matter may be inappropriate to listen to while consumption of food is taking place. Makes me quite literally sick to my stomach just thinking about it, actually. The Riff. So you guys know that years ago I had a acapella group perform for my lady. Uh Uh-huh. You did, yeah. Mm -hmm. On a lovely bluff. Yeah, after a picnic lunch. Oh, no lunch. Love. Right. Yeah. Oh. Looking into the water. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this guy took it to the next level where he kind of used that as a proposal. He pranked his girlfriend, though, first by having four big black dudes pretend to rob them. Mm. Oh. And then uh, this fake cop showed up and the guys claimed that the couple actually tried to rob them. So the girlfriend gets all nervous and then it all takes off for there. Here's. Kind of fast forward to the part where the cop shows up on the scene, and this video is up at DaveAndCheckTheFreak.com if you want to see it. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he said he had a gun. He was great. No, we never Are you serious? We're walking up the street, man, and I own business. She's lying. No, no, we she's never lying. said that. They came to us. He had a gun. So he's now searching the couple that were actually getting robbed. The cop is. That's when he slips him the ring into his hand there. She thinks they're getting arrested. Look at me, I'm on my knees. And then the acapella group breaks out, bitches. Yeah! Everything Say no to that! Right here in front of me, too. Talking about you. Don't do it. <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> And she says yes, of course she does. And I thank God for you every day, for you every day. I think the most nerve-wracking part for that guy about this whole thing wasn't whether or not she'd say yes. It was the fact that she had a southern accent and there was four black dudes doing yeah, it. Yeah, like, I am going to record this. Like, oh, boy. It could get sketchy. I need that cop in there. We need to make sure the proposal goes off right away. <laughs> this could get tricky. Yeah. Oh, I'm that, that I didn't uh, think of that with oh, my yeah. wife. That would have been a beautiful moment to remember forever. Oh, it sure would have. The black acapella group yeah. serenading us. Yeah, somehow I feel like Dave's white acapella group was not quite as cool as that no, acapella I don't think group. So. Yeah, they what? were really good. Yeah. <laughs> they had bow ties and matching vests. 
Thanks for downloading the Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast. Brought to you by the Specs Howard School of Media Arts. Specs Howard is focused on success with one-year programs in graphic design, broadcast, or digital media arts. Find out more at specshoward.edu or call 248-358-9000. The Dave and Chuck the Freak podcast, an exclusive of WRIF.com.